Now dealing with the question raised by Tony. So if karma is definite, how can positive karma kill negative karma? We raised that a number of times here. We talked a number of times on that. True. True, karma is definite. However, karma also depends on conditions. Karma is not a permanent. It's not permanent thing. It does bump up or it has to be bumped down. It is impermanent. Right? It is impermanent. So it is a dependent rise. Did you get the idea of a dependent rise? It depends on the conditions. Depends on the terms and the conditions. The negative karma have its own terms and conditions. If you don't meet the condition, you're not going to materialize that karma. So it gives the room to people to have a second chance not to meet the condition. You can do that. It's really a second chance over here. And for positive karmas also, it is the room for miracle to happen. People go to the temples and the churches and whatever, pray things and do this and that and all this. That should also have some result. That do. Even in our usual New Age language says, send good thoughts. Don't you say that? Send good thoughts, send positive energy, thoughts. And that also have a room to play. The room, you only what you're going to find is on the conditions. Since it is a dependent rise, it is not independent rise. Independent rise, okay? It is a dependent rise, so it depends on the terms and the conditions. So that these terms and the conditions might or might not arrive. So great purification can completely purify, second class purification can delay, third postponed and third class purification can delay, things like that is also first, second, third class of what you do. And that's what we can do. And that's why, that's why it is not only it governed by somebody else, whether it is karma or anybody else, it is governed and prefixed and uh, sort of throw on us, liked or not, we have to leak it. However, if the karmic, one particular karma started functioning, giving the result already, then it is difficult to redo. One has to go through with that. But if one can help to go faster or do all this, all, all the negativity difficulties that you really have to face may become uh, very small and go fast. Even the Dharma practitioners, a number of times, if you look in the earlier history point. People have a heavy karma that one has to go through for a, a like a you know, long time remaining in the hell room. It also can be substituted 
by simply having a headache for a half a day. Yeah. Yeah, half a day. That's right. So people who have been doing a great work, very positive work, working very hard, honest, who can suffer. Right? At the same time, who be cunning and uh, manipulating and uh, what do you call those? Devious people looks like they're enjoying their life. But in reality, what is happening is that the honesty person is saving his positive karma and a little bit of difficulties that you have to face. You're facing it. A headache of half a day substitutes whole life falling into lotion. Uh, on the other hand, the devious people and all their good karma, they will have to finish soon so that they can enjoy later in the downhill room for a longer period. And that is how coming works. Sometimes some people, when they're trying their best with the honesty and the integrity, and then they say, well, God has been not so kind to me. <laughs> right? Normal Americans say that. Perhaps they've been more kind to you than something else. So anyway, basically karma, that's how karma works. In our cases now, knowing the karmic structure, knowing how karma works, knowing, I have not talked what result karma gives, but we give a lot of stories out there. Those stories are normally tell you the, what happened, the result. So, so, sort of why you think about it, and so you can really get back. And now the question rises, what can I do? Let me be a little selfish for me. What can I do for me, is the question you have to deal. It's not that what can I do for everybody, it's correct. But, but first let, let us think, what can I do for me? And that's the question. So everybody has to think that. What can I do for me? Well, if you don't believe it, a word about karma or something, then totally different story altogether. But when you know it, the question of what can I do for me is a very important question. Everybody has to raise that, raise that question every day to yourself. Doesn't matter wherever you are, east or west, south or north, or busy or slow, or busy for nothing. Whatever you may be, doesn't matter. That question is important. And try to find the answer for yourself. If you can't find it, talk to others, friends, and see what can you do to yourself. After knowing 
how karma works. And the next thing comes, what can I do? I suppose I have finished talking about karma. I don't want to go in much in detail of the negative karmas, what they are, and the positive karmas, what they are. That becomes a separate point. So, if I go in that, I don't think I can come out, you know, well, for a number of weeks, then there'll be no end to this. So, yeah. That's what exactly I just said. I don't want to go in that. <laughs> I did not say that. Did I say positive karma can become negative? I said the positive karma, karma can cut a negative. Yes, a negative karma can cut a positive too. Anger, for example, cuts all positive that you have. Like an action of a purification. Let's say if you have killed a bird or something, say, if you killed a bird, so now at the time when you, when you shoot the bird, you may be happy, you, you see the bird fall down, you like it, you enjoy, bring it, cook it, eat, and you say how great it is, you know? all this is done. So in that action, when you concluded what you did, what you really did in that, in that, for ourselves, there's not so much, you don't have the first class killing in that, like killing a bird. Uh, you may not, because you're not really angry with the bird. You're not really manipulating that bird. You really don't have, you, I have to catch that bird. You don't do that. You don't have it. It's maybe your um, pleasure, support, or well, support, or pleasure, or maybe you want to prove how good you are at the shooting or something. So let the bird fly and shoot and let it fall down. So you think, wow, it's great, blah, blah, blah. You never thought about it. So actually, and also you ate the dinner, and it's good, and very good, and maybe roasted, whatever, roasted bird, be it bird or whatever it is, anyway. Very good. Now, what, in that, in that process, what you have done, you, I mean, not you as a you, don't take it personal, okay. Well, what, what the person have done in that process? The person had deprived, and that means, that in the case of bird, is the most precious position. The beings, everybody, is a survival. Being alive is the, the life is the most precious they have, right? I give an example in that one of the Tuesday nights. If somebody give you a million dollar, we talk about a million lot, and leave the million dollar here, if you let me kill yourself, I give you that. And nobody's going to take that unless you fool, right? So, so that shows the, how precious the life is. And that, in that process, what we did is that little tiny bird's most precious thing, what they, that person has, personal being has. That being has. So you have deprived that. Not only that, sometimes you know, the mosquitoes bite, and you're really angry, you can't get the mosquito, chase them around through the house, see them laying, living, sort of leaning on the window, the glass or something, go after it and squish. Smash them, right? Smash. 
And when they had a tiny little blood, tiny little blood comes out and says, <sighs> now I cut you. <laughs> so that is how the negative is built. In that action, that's how the negative is built. And that becomes negative action. So in reality, you might have got that little mosquito. But at the same time, the mosquito got you too. And you got a coming imprint of killing a mosquito in here. And that is the negative imprint. That negative imprint will materialize one day. And that mosquito is going to catch you back. Whoever it might be. Whatever level you may be. You may be a horse at that time. Or the mosquito may have a, maybe a hunter or something, you know. So, whatever it is, can, anything can happen. That is how karma works. A person must balance himself and be aware of these things. Um, what about with each other? We, what responsibilities or relationship do we have to other people? I know, you know, somebody kills somebody else, we say we can't have this in our society, we catch the other person, we try to weigh maybe their motives, intentions, like did he do it by accident, did he do it with anger, did he do it with torture, but what does it say of how we should relate to other people when we see what they do, or should we not relate? Do we have a responsibility? Very interesting question. We definitely, certainly do have a responsibility. However, if our responsibility could not prove better than what that person did, I don't think it's a great responsibility at all. In, in my personal opinion, I'm against the capital punishment. In my personal opinion, I don't know about law or legal or societies. In my personal opinion, I don't think capital punishment is great. Of course, you don't want killers going around and you're not safe, you know, killers, rappers, whatever. You don't want them going around. However, if you have to, if we have to indulge killing in order to stop killer, what better we are we? Besides that, there's something called the collective karma. The collective karma can give you a collective result. Now, for example, the, the bad incidents of elements, like a, like a, like an earthquake. Uh, the earth plate might be shaking it somewhere, but, uh, but the sufferings they brought to the people under that, is the result of those people who suffered together, their collective coming result. So the most of the environmental disaster what we face today, we are facing a collective coming result of negative coming. Big and small. Wherever there is a, a fire burning, a, um, earthquake and mud slashing, whatever is happening there, it is the direct, and that effect to the rest of us is indirect. That's a small example 
And like that, there's a, something called a collective karma. The collective karmas are the, the collectively we either enjoy or suffer. So that is the collective karma. That's what happened. I actually did a, omitted a, a story called the Mangada story earlier because it's too long. I mean, in that Mangada story, there is the, the mud slashing business is there. And they give you the, 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 all the long stories and a few people escaped and all sorts of funny stories they will tell you. So in the Mangada story, they give you a very interesting way how you look into the collective karma. If it's time, I may bring back that Mangada story back anyway. It is the collective karma. The, the vigilance of the karma. You know the word vigilance. Watching. The vigilance of the karma is extremely strong. It supersedes all electronic surveillance that we have. Really, really, because, because it is within the individual. Individual. It's a sort of automatic coming imprint. That is how actually the true structure of common. Yes, lady. Are you saying then that earthquakes, floods, mudslides, natural catastrophes are a collection of buildup of negative karma from negative energy of people or what? People, including insects, in everything in that wash it. Sure, no question. Becomes a natural disaster if efforts of the people don't negate the negative karma or don't purify it. Don't you say? Yeah, if you can, if you can contribute, save, build. And then it also it also does the, the the positive karma too. If you don't, and if you keep on creating more collective negativity, we give you more collective disaster. Natural catastrophe is a definitely a result of a collective karma. Among them, there may be more of some individuals who lose their life. Some individuals where nothing happens to that physically or but mentally did affect or financially did affect. Or financially might not have lost so much but physically have a little more inconvenience and difficulties. That all I think is a very different, subtle karmic look that individual has to be really I mean we don't have to analyze that because somebody else is doing it anyway very efficient way <laughs> yes Katie have I finished what I'm saying what are you saying Katie were you thinking that the people at this time are accumulating in this life the karma costs them to have that month's blood and lose their life at this time is that what you're saying no we just okay. Figured it was probably a progressive build-up. Progressive build-up. She even used the word exactly. 
Thank you.